0: Welcome back to the Immersive English Podcast, episode number two. Before I start, uh, there's a few words that I'm going to use that you might or you might not know. One of the words is goat. A goat is an animal that goes, but it doesn't have white curly hair. It has maybe black or brown or gray hair and it has horns has two horns and it has a little beard another word is organic like an organic farm uh in a lot of languages this word organic is bio maybe not in your language but organic means uh it's agriculture that does not use pesticides or other harmful chemicals, so it's pesticide-free agriculture. Another word you might not know is hitchhike. To hitchhike is to stand on the side of the road with your thumb out. And that's the international symbol of I want to ride somewhere. And then the last word I use you might not know, I talk about a hiking stick. Uh, So hiking is like walking for long distances in, in the forest or in the mountains. So a hiking stick is a stick that you use to walk with, a big long stick that you use when you're going for a long walk. So I'm going to tell you a story of one of my personal experiences learning a language through immersion. This goes back quite a few years. It was shortly after I had met my, my now wife, my girlfriend at the time, who's French. She's from the north of France. This summer, she was doing an internship in the south of France near Perpignan, which is on the Mediterranean coast and quite close to the Spanish border. So I wanted to find a way not only to improve my French because when I met her I spoke zero French, and at this time I spoke close to that. I was probably not yet even at an A1 level. So I wanted to improve my French, and I wanted to be close to her so that we could see each other on the weekends or whenever we had free time. So I decided to do woofing. If you're not familiar with woofing, you can look it up online. Uh, The organization is called Woof, W-W-O-O-F, But basically what it is, is you can find organic farms all over the world and volunteer your time uh, to work for them. And so I found a little farm in the Pyrenees, only about 50 kilometers from where my wife was working. And this farm, it was just uh, a married couple, just the two of them with their little daughter, uh, a four-year-old daughter. And they were nice enough to take me in for two months and... I worked for them, uh, I think about six hours a day. Uh, they didn't pay me. Uh, we used to joke that they, they paid me in cheese cause they had goats. They had about 38 goats and they made goat cheese. And so they paid me in cheese. It was really, really delicious. Best cheese I ever had in my life. Uh, they gave me course, a course of bed where I could sleep. They gave me, you know, three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they gave me the experience of, living with them, helping them around the farm. Uh, I was, of course, speaking in French with them all the time, even though for them I think it was a bit difficult because my French was really bad. They were very patient with me. One of the best teachers actually was their little girl, their little daughter. So at four years old, of course, kids are learning their own language. They're learning their native language. And so as she was learning French, I was also learning French. Uh so I would talk to her, and you know we would read uh children's books together and and that helped me a lot uh and this couple they would also have friends over sometimes they would have barbecues and stuff like that, so I met a lot of people. I had a lot of opportunities to improve my French, and over the course of two months i I really made some improvements. I went from zero or close to zero to being able to communicate. I, I was may maybe not quite B one by the time I left, but close to B one. Um, but it wasn't only just interesting for that experience uh, meeting these people and improving my French. It was all the work was also very interesting. So what I would do was every morning at six AM I would wake up and help them milk the goats. So every, every morning they milked the goats, and I learned how to do that. And then afterwards, they would take that milk and process it into cheese. While they were doing that, my job was to take the goats down the mountain. So the farm was on the mountainside, and I would take the goats down the mountain into the valley below where there was a creek or a small river running. And so there was more vegetation, more plants, more plants for the goats to eat because this is very it's a very arid or dry region of France. And so I would take the goats down and let them eat for about 4 or 5 hours and then take them back up to the farm around 2 p.m. So it might sound a little bit easier than it really is. It, it, it's not that easy because if you're familiar with uh astrology, the Capricorn so that's people born at the end of December or the beginning of January. Their sign is Capricorn, and the Capricorn is a goat. And the Capricorn is—it's very stubborn. It's, it has its own; it has a strong will. It wants what it wants, and it doesn't like to do what it doesn't want to do. And that—that's the way goats are. They're very individualistic, even though they're a herd animal. They stay in groups. Uh, each goat has a strong personality. And they're very interesting animals. And I learned, over time, I learned how to communicate with the goats well enough to get them to do what I wanted to do, which was simply, at 2 p.m., it's time to go home. That, That was my main objective. And the first couple times I went down into the valley with the goats, the farmer, the guy was there with me, showing me what to do and and teaching me and uh, it seemed easy enough that the first time I was supposed to go down with the goats by myself I had made plans to meet my wife later that evening so we lived about 50 kilometers away from each other and I would normally hitchhike into town to go see her because, this area was very isolated. There was not much public transportation. So the, the fastest and easiest way to get into to town was to hitchhike. And so normally we would take the goats back up the mountain at 2 p.m. I figured 6 p.m. would be a good time to meet my wife. That would give me enough time to, to walk back up the mountain with the goats, take a shower, and hitchhike into town. And by the way, taking a shower, That was uh, there was some spring water that came out of the mountain, and there was like, a little rubber hose that was hooked up to the spring. So you would literally just get naked, take off all your clothes, squat, take the, the rubber hose, hose yourself down with this spring water, which was really cold. Even though this was a summertime and it was hot outside, this water was really cold. So you would hose yourself off put on some soap, scrub yourself off with the soap and then rinse off again with the freezing cold spring water. <laughs> that was how we took a shower. Um, but yeah so I made plans to meet my wife at 6 pm. I figured take the goats up at 2 pm and I, I would have enough time but because this was the summer this was July it was really hot. 2 p.m came around and these goats they did not want to go anywhere. They were all lying down in the shade under the trees, and I was screaming and yelling at them, trying to get them to, to move, but they didn't want to move. I had a stick, like a, a hiking stick, because this was the mountains, so I had this hiking stick. I smashed it on the ground. I broke it in half. I was so angry, and I broke one of the first rules that the farmer had taught me is never get angry at the goats, because if you get angry at a goat, it will listen to you even less than it already is listening to you. So then, I yeah, the goats weren't moving. I had to call the farmer to come down by car, and he had to help me get the goats back up the mountain. And I was super stressed because I, you know, I had to get into town and meet my girlfriend. I ended up being really late to meet her, which she wasn't too happy about. Um, so it took me a while to figure out how to communicate with these goats. Eventually, I learned how to do it. I learned a trick, um, two things really. I learned the first thing was that less is more because at the, at the beginning I was very concerned about always following them really closely, always trying to make sure they stayed together as a group and always trying to push them, push them, push them. And I learned that they don't like that. Goats don't like to be pushed. They don't like to be given orders. So I learned just to kind of let them do their own thing, let them go and be patient and after about four or five hours there was always a time when they would come back together as a group uh, because often they would split off into smaller groups uh, which could be a problem if you're trying to get them all to go back home at the same time you want them all to be together but i learned that if i was just patient eventually they would always regroup and come back together and so i would wait for that moment where they were all together and they were moving more or less in the right direction. And at that point, what I would do is I would take this, we had a a coffee tin, like an aluminum coffee can, filled with little goat treats, like little kind of cookies that they'd like to eat. So I would shake that and it would rattle and it would make a loud noise that they would hear and they would come because they knew that that was food. And so they would start following me then because they wanted these goat cookies. And I would just get them going in the right direction. I would just get them to follow me enough that they were going up the path and going back up towards the farm. And then as they started going up, I would give them each a cookie. And at that point, it was automatic. They were were all going in the same direction. They knew they were going home where they could have some more food. They could sleep in a warm place. And it was easy. So I learned a lot of things that summer. I learned how to be patient. I learned that less is more. I learned that once things start going in the right direction, they tend to keep going in the right direction. It's all about momentum and having the right momentum. And I learned how to speak French. And I also learned how to speak goat. This podcast has been brought to you by Immerso Experiences. That's my company. We offer fun, authentic, and effective ways of improving your English, German, or French. Check out our website, ImmersoExperiences.com. That's I-M-M-E-R-S-O Experiences.com. We have an e-learning program in which you can have video chat lessons with me, an experienced instructor. And right now we're offering a free trial lesson so you can test out the course before paying for anything. And one more thing, special thanks to the Young Pioneers for giving me permission to use their song Citizen Soldier for the intro and outro music to this podcast. Go ahead and check out their latest release on Tigerfar's Ultra Records. Okay. Now to the Listening Comprehension Questions. Episode 2, Listening Comprehension Questions. Question 1, what is woofing? What is woofing? Question 2, how many people lived on the farm that I was working on? So, not including me, how many people lived on this farm that I talked about? Question three. What did I do every morning at 6 a.m.? What did I do every morning at 6 a.m.? Question four. I said that I used to make a joke that the owners of the farm. Paid me how? So I joked that the owners of the farm paid me with this thing. Question five. What was my level of French going into the experience and then when I left? So what was my level of French at the beginning and then at the end of this experience? Question 6. Capricorn is the astrological sign of people born when? Capricorn is the astrological sign of people born when? Question 7. My main objective was at 2 p.m., I wanted the goats to. what? So what did I want the goats to do at 2 p.m.? Question eight. I broke my hiking stick, and I also broke a very important rule. What was that rule that I broke? So which important rule did I break? Question nine. Did I meet my girlfriend at 6 p.m.? So I had planned to meet my girlfriend at 6 p.m. Did I do it? Question 10. What did I have in the aluminum coffee can? I had an aluminum coffee can that was filled with something. What was in it? Question 11. Last question. Over the course of this experience, I learned how to be, and I learned that less is, so I learned how to be what, and I learned that less is what. The answers to these questions can be found on our website, immersoexperiences.com.